Okay. Um, yeah. The last podcast episode, I started off saying that I did not feel well. And it is two weeks later and I still do not feel well. It's like something new every day. Um, if you're watching this on Spotify, you can see my eyes are so red. I have woke up like every other day, I would say, with like really itchy eyes. I live in Austin, Texas, and apparently the cedar... Wow, that windscreen, I am so sorry, y'all. The windscreen really does work, but you can't really see my face, and I don't really like recording on it because it feels like I'm like talking on a... like a. It just feels weird. Um, so I need to get a like a, a cat's tail or whatever it's called to put over the mic, but I feel like this is better than what the past two episodes quality has been still new here so if you're listening thank you for dealing with all of the like trials and uh guinea pig-esque uh settings and recording styles and audio levels and x y and z uh but anyway yes i still don't feel well (laughs) you know i go like it's every other day i don't feel well and it's almost like brain fog and my allergies I'm still stuffed up. I take two Aliverts a day. I'm just, I don't have insurance right now, so I don't really want to go see a doctor because I don't have $300 to spend on them to tell me, oh, it's just allergies. Um, so yeah, it's just been a, it's been a couple weeks and it's been a day too. I've been dealing with my apartment complex. They just are annoying the fuck out of me. <laughs> So anyway, I wasn't even going to record tonight because I was in such a bad mood and I don't want to come on here and be negative, but that is, a, oh, someone is yelling, yo, um, I wanted to come on here and talk because that's the whole point of this podcast. So, uh, yeah, welcome to I Love You Say It Back, the podcast. I'm Jake, your host. If you're new here, welcome, 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 welcome. If you are returning, welcome. I'm I'm very happy that we are on what the sixth episode now. I think. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, six episodes. Um, I if you're new here, I created this podcast as almost like a love letter to myself. A journal entry. Um, it I in my Instagram bio I say it's um, all about self love, self acceptance, self you know um, forgiveness, a little bit of class, and a whole lot of ass. Not on there. Um, just on my Instagram. Uh, it's a podcast, so you're just hearing my voice, which is ultimately the whole reason why I did this is because there was no filter. There's no um, like I have to look a certain way or fit in a certain way, which all comes from an internal struggle, not an external struggle, which is kind of what the whole topic of this whole episode is about. Um, so I have made it a goal of mine. I don't really believe in resolutions, but, and I don't believe in like the word of the year, um, like, I think if you want to start something, you can start whenever you want. You don't need to wait till Monday. You don't need to wait till the new year. You don't need to make a resolution just because it's the new year. Like, 
all all means like make a resolution make goals set those but don't just do it because of the sake of a new year or a new week or a new day or whatever just like do it because you feel the spirit move you that's my opinion everyone else do you like if you want to like i i'm not here to to shit on people for making new year's resolutions <laughs> they're probably way more successful than i am right now me sitting in my bed with itchy eyes uh talking to no one <laughs> just joking i'm talking to you i i won't talk to you like that again i'm sorry uh but yeah um anyway uh where was i oh i was saying you know i made this podcast because i wanted it to be you know without the filters without all the you know glitz and glam i feel like i put a episode uh excuse me i feel like i um fell into a hole of social media that was very superficial um at the start and now i try to like balance it out between you know what people want to see and then what I want to post but I made a goal this is where I was going with this (laughs) ADD tired whatever Um, I made a goal this year to read a book a month and I don't read like I don't read at all Um, so I, I wanted to expand my mind and also deconnect from uh being plugged in so much into screen time and for the first time in my life, I'm like ahead of schedule <laughs> with this goal. Like I am on my third book now. I'm, I would say probably, a, probably a third of the way through my third book. Uh, and it's this, the first week of March, which is so cool. Um, yeah, but this book has inspired me to talk about it today on, on, on the episode. Um, the book is called, uh, man enough. And it's by Justin Baldoni. Baldoni, I think is how you say it. Um, he is a Hollywood actor. Um, but he, he talks about like undefining masculinity. And he, he talks about, you know, how we're innately um, privileged, how we're innately like just taught things. Um, it is something that like if you're... Um, somewhat political or somewhat religious or somewhat, um, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna preface that because it's, it is what it is. I think it's a really great book. Um, it's given me an insight to, you know, when people say, oh, you have privilege or, oh, you're a man or, oh, you're a white male, you know, like sometimes the instinct is to be like, yeah, but like, I still work hard, you know, like, yeah, but like, yes, but this, you know, um, and it's given me a really, really good insight of traits, uh, that I have been, you know, innately taught or inherited, um, that I can like take a step back and be like, wow, do I play into this like toxic masculinity? And he, okay, I'm going to stop myself here because toxic masculinity is something that he does not use. He specifically says that he does not use it because he thinks that innately is part of the problem. Um, It's a really good book. I think you should read it. It's called Man Enough. But the whole point that I wanted to create this episode was, is being enough. Um, 
So I, you know, grew up my whole life wanting to be a performer and succeeding at that, going to school for that. But with that, just like job interviews, any job that you go into in a performance industry is an audition. So it's not even just like how well they like you as a person, which is typically what an interview is. And then you have like some performance element to that. Um, an audition, like for any position that is, is theatrical or in the arts doesn't it doesn't really matter if you're a good person they don't really care about I mean obviously you build a reputation of course but like if they don't know who you are and you produce in the room like you got the job um but that comes with a lot of denial it comes with a lot of uh discrimination uh, just because like you might be too tall you might have too big of eyebrows you might I, I don't know it just like there's so many little um exponents to it is that a word exponent is that did i use that right someone's gonna be like no you didn't use that right um x exponents i don't even know where that came from exponents are like like (laughs) like five squared right like i'm not even gonna i'm okay we're we're moving (laughs) okay so future jake here editing this episode um I meant variables, but now listening back, exponents, like, you know, math, I was not in the right headspace. Variables. Variables is what I'm talking about. Anyway, the book is called Man Enough, and I have struggled with being quote-unquote enough my whole life, as I'm sure most people, if not all people, do. Um, But recently, I was working out um, at home. I like to work out at home. It's like my time to be with myself and uh, really just like focus on me. I don't have to be distracted by anything other than Dakota trying to like jump on me while I'm like doing push-ups. But I was really proud of myself after taking a whole week off of working out at the gym and at home for that matter. Just taking a whole week off because I was sick and starting to like get back in the swing of things. And so I work out at home with my, my mirror where I talked about it last, uh, a couple episodes ago, actually, uh, about, I used to work for Lululemon mirror. And so I have one and I absolutely love it. Um, there's a trainer called Akin. He, he works or is the co-founder of army, which is based in New York. Uh, you should look him up on Instagram. He's absolutely so inspiring and I've been obsessed with taking his classes on the mirror. Well, anyway, I was really proud of myself for finishing this workout. It was really hard. It challenged me. I was dying and I was looking in the mirror and I was like, damn, my obliques look really good. Like my obliques look probably better than they ever have my entire life. Now, if you don't know what your obliques are, those are the side, like right by your ribs. Those are like your side abs. So you have like your abs like your washboard abs, and then you have, if you look to the side, like right under your like chest, I mean, I guess they go all the way up to your chest, but like that side, if you ever see guys or girls that are like, it's it's like ripples, those are your obliques, obliques. Sorry, I'm so congested. Um, But I was like, damn, they look really good. And then I 
the workout ends, the, the mirror turns off and it's just a mirror. And I look at my phone and I, you know, just go to the notification that pops up and it's Instagram. And I just see like these men, like just like gay men, straight men, bi men. I don't just like men. And they're like ripped. And they're, it was a specific person that I, I don't know, but I can tell that is not natural at all. And they, they promote this life on Instagram that they're like rich. I mean, they probably are rich, but they're like, they have like the best body ever, but it's completely fake. They're completely on steroids, um, which I know a lot of people that are on cycles and stuff, but I like immediately started scrolling. And then there was another picture of another guy that was huge. And I was like, damn, like I look like shit. I literally like thought of like myself and I was like, damn, you look like shit, Jake. After I just said, wow, you probably look the best you've, you've looked in a long time. And that's a problem. Like, but I also am internally asking myself if I'm contributing to the problem. And the answer is yes. Why Why do I post shirtless pictures? Why do I post thoughty stuff? Which is then going to feed the algorithm what I'm liking to be put back into my feed. And then I'm going to be contributing to the algorithm because I'm going to be producing that that content that is going to be put into that same algorithm. It's such a mind fuck. Whereas I can't just like say, I'm proud of you, Jake, for working out. I'm proud of you for like starting to be healthy again. I'm proud of you for identifying that you think that you look the best that you've looked in this area of your body. I had to immediately check myself and say, you literally just got done saying how you were proud of yourself or how you looked was something that you were, you were happy about. And now you're letting people you don't even know influence your view on yourself. And that's hard. Um, But we all do it. And I want to go back to like me being a part of that problem. Like, why do I post the content that I do? And I think there's two parts. The first part is because... I get instant gratification from it. If I'm having a really shitty day, if I feel really down on myself, you know, I will post a thirsty picture or me shirtless because it means that someone's going to validate me. Someone's going to see my worth. And what they're going to see is abs or a chest or me shirtless or an image that they, they want to fulfill in their brain or their lives or their whatever whatever they need even if it's just a simple tap because they see a part of me that they've wanted to see and I do the same thing like I I like shirtless pictures and and thirsty pictures because I'm like oh this guy's really hot or this girl's really hot or this person's really hot or whatever it may be and I'm I'm liking it 
with like some weird like satisfaction that like oh I got to see a part of that person or oh maybe they're gonna see my my like and they're gonna think that I'm attractive because they're gonna look at my profile it's 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 a it's such a cycle and I'm not saying that it's not like inherently just like a part of human nature because I think it is but I think we can do better and I think that I can do better especially I think I can put out content that is not as filtered or not as thoughty like I'm I'm this leads me to my second reason of why I post it I am proud of my body I'm proud of the work that I put in it's not easy to look like the way that I look versus the way that I look if I didn't put the work in is what I'm saying. Um, and I'm proud of that. But I also, I also think that it's like, what is the, what is the ratio? And the third reason I post stuff like that is because I feel like that's all I'm worth sometimes. You know, I feel like people only follow me because they followed me because I posted stuff like that. So now if I post stuff that isn't like that, they don't, they don't want to engage with me. They don't want to like the picture. They don't want to come on the picture. If I post a picture of my dog, it gets 50 likes. If I get a picture of me shirtless, it's like a, you know, a thousand. That's a lie. My dog gets more likes than I do, but that's because she's a crackhead and I love her. She lays over there. Um, so this book has really opened up my eyes to understanding the problems that I have started to identify with myself, but then also asking the questions to myself. It's so easy to be reactive or to be defensive. And like, I think for a long time, I've I've been like, well, people only want me because of my body. People only want me because... And I know this probably sounds really vain, um, and I don't. I, I honestly don't mean it to come that way. So if it comes off conceited or like arrogant, I that's not the vein that I'm I'm trying to tap into. Uh, and I acknowledge that for anyone that doesn't know me or know me well enough, that it it probably does sound like this, and it probably comes off a little bit tone deaf. Um, and to that, I acknowledge that, and I can I can understand where that that might you know, come up in your brain. But what I'm saying is, um, you know, I've struggled financially a lot this year. Um, I was living in two cities, traveling back and forth every single week. I got in a car accident. I had to get a new car. I had higher insurance. I had to move into my own place. Um, I have had to pay for everything with obviously like help from my parents, um, when I like got really, really desperate and like didn't know what to do, but I work 60 hours a week and I don't even make enough to cover all of my bills. Like if anyone does know me, I work my ass off. That is something that I, I will not back down from and that I am proud of. And that is what I know about myself. But the majority of the money that I make is from taking my shirt off. And I don't think there is anything wrong with that. But when that becomes your main flow of income, that becomes your main credibility online or the content that you produce, you start to ask yourself, well, is that all I'm good at? Is that all I'm worth? 
And I've really struggled really, really deeply, especially the past few months with depression and um, honestly being suicidal. Uh, I got to a really, really, really dark, dark place at the beginning of the year. And I joke about it all the time. Those of you who know me, I'm, I'm making jokes about like, jumping off a bridge or needing a gun or something like that. And it's not funny. It's really not funny. Um, But in a weird way, it's like my like cry for help because I don't really open up about the things that I deal with. Um, And when I do, I use humor to like use it as like a way that it's not that deep. Um, But I think a lot of it has become a part of who I am because I, I realize, okay, you're making money doing a shirtless show. You post this, you work at a gym, everything is so performative and everything is so like uh, a visual aesthetic about you. And if you're not happy, if you're not hot, if you're not this, these are all things that I've put on myself. Not that anyone has ever said that specifically to me, but that's the way I feel inside. But I feel like there's also this like standard now. It's like if I don't look the way I look or if I don't take my shirt off, you're not going to find me funny. You're not going to find me valuable. You're not going to find me worth anything. And that is kind of my biggest fear and has led to me being super, 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 super depressed. And I, once again, acknowledge how probably privileged that does sound. And it is privileged. It is. 1,000%. Um. I think, no, I know that the answer to all of that is within myself. And the answer to that is to ask myself, well, what are you doing, Jake, to contribute to that? And the answer I've recently found out is you are producing the same content that you find toxic that eats you alive, that makes you depressed, that makes you compare yourself. You're producing that. You're playing a part of that game. You are innately the game. You are not the only person that feels this way. You're not the only person that has ever felt depressed enough that they think it's better off that they're dead. You're not the only one. And that doesn't negate from my problems. It doesn't mean that my problems or my feelings aren't valid. It just means that I need to look within myself to find the answers. If you don't want to see thirsty pictures that are going to make you feel insecure, why are you going to post pictures that are thirsty because you're insecure? I would say I'm in a better place now, especially because of this podcast. Especially because I'm I'm trying to answer the questions that I've continuously n- not even asked myself. Stop being a victim. Stop saying poor me. Stop saying something's got to give. If you want something to give, you got to do it. You can't just wait for something to happen. Sometimes things do happen out of the blue. But I was talking to my friend, uh, I was texting him and he was like, how are you? And I was like, I don't feel well. Like, 
you know, I'm, I don't feel well. I'm, I'm struggling like in between like what I want to do and like where I can make money. And I just, I, but I'm like in interviews right now and like, I see the light and I, I feel like this is, this is the, the answers that I've been like praying for and working for so much. And he was like, no matter what obstacles you've ever faced, you've always been able to get through them. And I said, my response was, I know, but I'm tired of the obstacles. I want less obstacles and I want more testicles. (laughs) Not me personally, but like, (laughs) I'm good with my two. Anyway, um, yeah, that is, that is the episode. I'm going to, I'm going to wrap it up there today. It was a little deeper than I kind of thought it was going to be, or I kind of plotted it out to be, but I think that it's a very important message. Uh, I'm Jake and I'm enough and I will be enough even when I don't feel like I'm enough. And because I feel that someone values me a certain way doesn't mean that it's true. It doesn't mean that it's not true. It just means that that's their opinion about me. And what other people think about me is none of my fucking business. The only person that I care about what they think about me should be myself. Initially. If you can't be confident within yourself if you can't love who you are if you can't love yourself how can you be self-confident how can you lead with confidence if you're not even confident with who you are as a person and it's okay if you're not confident with who you are as a person but you don't need to be something that you're working towards i should say and to quote And to quote the Almighty, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? And that is is true. So, I hope that this episode has enlightened you in a uh, way that you might see me as someone that is, is trying to navigate through some hardships, maybe that resonates with you, maybe it doesn't, maybe you know someone it it resonates with, or maybe it doesn't at all, and that's okay. Once again, I started this podcast because I wanted to get through a lot of things that I've been holding on to a very long time, and I have not even opened up probably in the last 20 minutes with some of my closest friends about. So I'm, I'm honored that you have created the space for me to share this with you. And I appreciate you for listening. Uh, If you want to stay in touch with me, if you want to follow me, feel free. I'm at Jake Rora on Instagram as well as at I love you. Well, it's I-L-Y, say it back, dot the podcast on Instagram too. Um, So go ahead and follow me there or message me or not. It's so cool if you do or you don't. I'm just lucky that you have made it this far and I'm I'm honored that I have been privileged enough to uh, take up some space in your day. I hope that this finds you well. I hope that you are well and remember that there is nothing to prove. There is only something to share. I'll see you 
And by see ya, I mean I'll talk to you in the next episode. Right as the sirens go off, what a way to end. Going out with a bang, always dramatic, you know? (laughs) Bye.